Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on? It is your boy Noah Jones and welcome to Today in Hip Hop. This is episode 10. Damn, it's been 10 episodes already. Jesus. And today's episode is sponsored by NoahJonesNews.com, home of the hottest artists. You know the rest, nigga. If you've been following, you already know to get down. Make sure you follow me on Instagram as well, at NoahJonesNews. I have some, uh, I have something going on right now that I'm going to talk about real quick before we get into today's headlines. Um, I'm doing what's known as a producer series. A producer series is where I do an entire album with one particular producer. I'm looking forward to releasing probably like about six, six albums in the next six months. You know what I mean? Which is an unheard of work ethic. But, um, you know, I think that, uh, the, the industry's changed, man. People like these producers, what they do now is, you know, they out here selling these beat leases and they don't even care about their music. They have no catalog. 90% of them don't even hear the finished product of the songs that they're producing because once they get their little $15 for the beat lease, they never hear the, the, the finished record. And a lot of these artists that they're working with, they don't ever finish the records anyway, but the producers don't care because they were only interested in the $15. So, I'm trying to change the game. I'm trying to rearrange the way people think. I'm trying to show the value in producers. And I'm trying to show that producers can produce a whole album of some heat and the whole shit be fire and everybody wins. So, that's what I'm doing right now. It's called the Producer Series. That's what I'm working on. Today's news. We got some Jay-Z news. We got some Amber Rose news. We got some City Girls and Cardi B news. We also have... uh, Centoya Brown news. I'm not sure if you're familiar with who who she is, but uh, she has an interesting story, and I'll uh, I'll touch on that also. So, first thing we're gonna talk about, let's talk about your man Hov. Jay Z's been doing a lot of things lately, which is fantastic. I don't know how he's getting it done. He's got his hands in every fucking thing. You name it, Jay-Z's name is attached to the shit. He keeps making move after move after move, and he keeps affiliating himself with a lot of different people. Now, the new news is Jay-Z is partnering with the NFL to oversee entertainment, social justice, activism. Jay-Z and Rock Nation have partnered, with, uh, partnered, excuse me, I'm so excited, I'm so excited. I, I like when I hear Hove news because it's an inspiration. When Jay-Z does some shit, it lets you know that it's possible for us to transcend just rapping. We can become moguls, we can get our hands, in, like, like Jay-Z is an exception to the rule. You know, a lot of white folks don't like us in these type of positions. And Jay-Z, because of his power, he's able to overcome all the stereotypes, adversity, and the racism and do what they don't want us to do. So let's start over. Jay-Z and Rock Nation have partnered with the NFL as their new live music entertainment strategist, according to a report from the New York Times. In this role, Jay-Z will produce the Super Bowl halftime show, which is crazy because, you know, those Super Bowl ads... You know, they get they pay like two million dollars just for an ad. So can you imagine the bag that Hova's gonna get just for coordinating this shit? Says that he will produce the halftime show and Rock Nation would also be part of the NFL's social justice campaign by contributing to the league's Inspire Change initiative. Jay-Z commented on the new role telling the New York Times the NFL has a great big platform and it has to be all inclusive. They were willing to do some things to make some changes that we can do some good. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell also addressed Jay-Z's past criticism of the NFL, including their treatment of Colin Kaepernick. 
Goodell told the Times, we don't want people to come in and necessarily agree with us. We want people to come in and tell us what we can do better. I think that's a core element of our relationship between the two organizations with Jay and I personally. That's fucking amazing. That is amazing. So Jay-Z got his hands in that. He's going to hopefully, you know, inflect uh, and inflict some change. Because I always think, when I think of stuff like this, I always remember that Jay-Z record, and it's like uh, the story of OJ, where he's like, even though you're doing all these moves, and even though you're, you're breaking all these records and you're doing all this stuff, they still consider you a nigga. So I wonder, does he himself feel like that when he's entering into these associations and entering into these contracts and these binding agreements with these bigger companies? You know what I mean? Does he still believe that he's viewed as just a nigga to these people or did he just create that record you know what I'm saying just for for the people on the outside to listen you know what I'm saying just to separate himself further from the regular people like that song could have been a distraction so I wonder does he really feel like that you know or does he actually go into this shit like look you know these niggas don't care about me so I'm gonna go ahead and get as much out of this situation as I can get (laughs) You know, because they don't care about me. So, I wonder. Alright, anyway, let's move on to Amber Rose. Amber Rose reveals reveals that she won't be doing a slut walk this year. And here's some shit that comes directly from her Instagram page. It says, let me tell you this. This is Amber Rose speaking. Let me tell you this. Should I do it on my... Let me tell you this. Because <laughs> I said this is Amber Rose speaking, but yet I, she don't sound like a man. So anyway, in a quotation from Amber Rose, it says, let me tell you this. If you meet a loner, no matter what they tell you, it's not because they enjoy solitude. It's because they have tried to blend into the world before and people continue to disappoint them. First and foremost, that's some bullshit because I'm a loner. I like being by myself. I'm very self-contained. I like doing my own thing. I'm perfectly comfortable not being around a crowd of people, and I'm comfortable in a crowd of people as well. But I prefer the solitude of being by myself because I realize that you get a lot more done when you're focusing on yourself and you're focusing on you rather than entertaining an audience. So I don't agree with that statement. I think that statement is bullshit. But anyway, let's, let's dig a little deeper. She writes... So me, I stopped being friends with about 20 people last year. I've had friends steal jewelry and money from me, sleep with my boyfriends behind my back, male friends lying and telling people we were sleeping together, alcoholic drug addict friends, abusive friends, toxic personality friends, and I even had a friend call social services on me twice for no fucking reason, only to sue me for calling her and cursing her out. When I found out it was her shaking my head, that phone call cost me $168,000. Man, the list goes on, you have no idea. The funny thing is, I never snitched publicly on anyone. Ain't that some shit? People may not know this, but I'm extremely unproblematic. I don't start fights. I don't do drugs. I'm as sweet as pie and constantly getting walked all over. I'm so happy God has blessed me with a new baby and an amazing man to help me through all the turmoil. That's why I've been laying so low during this pregnancy. No toxicity will be tolerated over here, only positive vibes. Fake friends and their weirdo shit, I'd rather have my family and my team. P.S. This is also why I'm not having my slut walk this year. Sorry, I just have to protect my energy in peace. Well, all right. <laughs> First and foremost, Amber Rose, you are a hoe. 
Nobody gives a fuck. The people that are doing this shit to you, they don't respect you. And why do they not respect you? It's the way you slept your way to the top. Kanye, Wiz, whoever else you was fucking with that that wasn't really popular in the strip clubs you was working at, these strip club bitches is hoes. They will do whatever it takes for a dollar. So you mean to tell me that all the travels that you walked and all the niggas you fucked and all the people you slept with and all the people you did a, a lot of crazy shit with, you don't believe that that's the reason why these people are treating you the way they treating you? You know, there's a saying, let a hoe be a hoe. Treat a hoe like a hoe. Never never make a hoe a housewife. <laughs> so when you have situations like this, you know, you organize something called the slut walk. You're taking, you're taking pride in the fact that you're a whore. Uh, why would you think people would respect you? You see what I'm saying? When people respect you, they don't do certain shit to you. So fact of the matter is, none of these people respect you. The people in your circle don't respect you because you used other niggas to come up, so they're using you to come up. It's a cycle of life. Karma. That's how it goes. So when you're doing shit like this, you're organizing a slut walk, you're making women proud to be whores and sluts and all that other shit and, and damaged women, and you're offsetting the balance of good women that are, there are lots of good women out there that see this type of shit and they're like, yo, this, you know, they ruining it for us good women. And that's a fact. So when you have situations like this, you know, you sleep your way to the top, you bounce from nigga to nigga. You know, you was fucking with 21 Savage, smelling his underwears and shit, talking about, I don't know what it is, I just like to smell my man's drawers. You're disgusting, yo. I would never, ever, ever give a broad like this the time of day. I don't care how she looks, she has no fucking morals. And when a woman has no morals, shit, negative energy just comes to them. You do dirty shit and dirty shit smacks you right in the face. So I don't for one bit feel sorry about you. I mean, feel sorry for you or feel sorry for the shit that you're going through. Obviously, you probably don't care about my opinion, but the way you portray yourself... And the way you do things online and the way you, you know, you project yourself in the public, that's how people are going to see you. That's how they're going to view you. You may be sweet. Who knows? But from the outside looking in, you're an advocate for hoism. You're an advocate for hoes. And what did Snoop tell us a whole lot? Snoop told us a long time ago, we don't love these hoes. <laughs> the shit don't change since it's 2019. We don't love these hoes. And that's a fact. So now, let's <clears throat> let's move on to. I need some. I need some water. I need some motherfucking water. The city girls, Cardi B, and more. They getting sued for sampling chopper style without paying. Ooh, I love that cold water. Mm mm Cold water. Check it out. According to reports. The producer who made Chopper Style, who made the Chopper Style beat, DJ JMK, is suing a bunch of rappers who use bits of the track without compensating them. JMK is saying he should have been compensated for the use of his beat, but never received any money despite people making big hits from the track. Some of those people include Cardi B and City Girls, who used the track for their song Twerk, Yo Gotti, excuse me, and more. DJ JMK noted that all the rappers he named have misappropriated many misappropriated many of the recognizable and key protected elements of the beat he made and he is suing them for copyright infringement. 
Go ahead, brother. As you should. These niggas should have reached out to you and talked business with you, especially on that level of the game. Because, you know, when you're a major artist and you drop a record, this shit's going to see instant revenue. A lot of these producers are struggling, and any little bit that you can give them will definitely help them. So when you have artists like Cardi B, who's on top of the world, on top of the charts right now for female rappers, rapping on your beat, and you're not getting credit or getting paid, it not only fucks up your money, but it stops your opportunities as a producer for you getting more work. So he should sue all these motherfuckers. Sue them all. Because what they should have did was... They should have got their business shit correct. See, here's the thing. When you're an up-and-coming artist, a lot of up-and-coming artists don't focus on the business aspect because 98% of them realize that they're never going to make it anyway and nobody's going to hit a fucking record. So they don't care about taking care of the business, the business portions. They're just recording tracks to record tracks. And if they get lucky and one of them shits take off, they deal with it later. That's just the mind state. It's usually like, yo, they'll have to come get me, they'll sue me or whatever once I blow up, but 99% of these niggas don't ever make it nowhere. So they don't care. That being said, Cardi B is already an established artist with a record label, with hit records. She should be clearing these samples and clearing this other stuff as well as these other rappers that this nigga's suing. So, my man, DJ JMK, sue the fuck out of all these niggas. Put yourself on the map. Make enough money to feed your family because of this shit. And then negotiate with these artists and other artists alike to continue to do good business. It's not your fault, brother. I understand. You know, to be honest, you could have kept this shit quiet and just sued these people. (laughs) You know, you didn't have to put the information out there for everybody to know. But still in all, you know, you're doing the right thing, brother. You're, You're doing the right thing. Make these people accountable. They stealing your shit. And here's another thing. Famous rappers steal from up-and-coming artists all the time. You know, there was a, there was a situation where Tory Lanez was allegedly stealing from up-and-coming artists too. Stealing flow patterns, stealing rhyme schemes, stealing all type of shit. You know, so a lot of these major artists, there was even something back in the day where Fab stole the whole nice from somebody in Canada or some shit like that. You know what I mean? So it's like, these, these artists... You think they're not paying attention to you, but they are paying attention to you. And if they're not paying attention to you, somebody on their staff or somebody that they know is paying attention to you. So what they do is they hear your shit, either put them onto it, or in, in Fabulous's case, maybe one of his homeboys was going, nice, nice, because he saw this other nigga doing it in Canada, and then Fab just adopted the shit and started doing it on all his records. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it was an homage to his homeboy, but his homeboy stole the shit, so who knows? Or maybe, like I said, maybe Fab stole it himself. Who knows? You know, but these big artists steal from local artists all the fucking time. You know, you had, um, you had, uh, what's his name? Uh, 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 Young Thug. He stole that That's My Best Friend, uh, concept from an up-and-coming rapper herself. Like, Tokyo something or whatever her name was. I don't know her name. I'm not gonna do the research on it. But anyway, just my, just adds to my point that these major artists are stealing from local artists. Because they also believe that nobody's ever going to hear the shit. But with the power of the internet, everybody's able to find everything nowadays. So yeah, if a nigga steal your shit, sue the pants off the motherfuckers. <laughs> Especially if you try to reach out to them and they're not, uh, you know, they're not, they're not responding to shit. Alright, let's go into this last story. Sintoya Brown revealed to be married to Pretty Ricky's Jay Long. You remember that group, Pretty Ricky? 
They had that smash hit Ride on me Or grind on me Or some shit like that They had a, It was a fire record Everybody was loving that group You know what I'm saying So Centoya Brown um, If you're not familiar with her She made headlines She got released from, from prison You know they granted her uh, They granted her clemency Cause she was sent into prison She was sentenced to life in prison actually At the age of 16 After she was found guilty of murder She was the victim of a sex trafficking ring and she killed the 48-year-old man who picked her up to have sex in self-defense. So she killed the nigga that introduced her to the sex trafficking life. She went to jail for life. And then, hey, they basically pardoned her. You know what I mean? So as she was released, it was revealed that she left prison with her husband, who is uh, Jay Long from Pretty Ricky. Now, nothing against a situation. But personally, she's damaged. She's really damaged. She's damaged mentally. She's damaged goods, and I wouldn't be going. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be leaping into a relationship, let alone marrying somebody with that type of backstory. You know, the fact that she killed somebody lets me know that she's capable of murder. Of course, everybody's capable of murder, but she did the shit before, so there's a certain level of complacency and comfortability that comes with that because she's already done it. You know, usually when people kill, they usually kill again. So, I couldn't be comfortable with that. You know what I mean? I couldn't be comfortable with that at all. Um, he uh, he's a washed up washed up artist, so I don't I don't know if it's, if he's just doing the shit for clout or whatever the case may be. Maybe he's using that as his means to get to get back in the industry or whatever the case may be. I'm not really too sure how that works, but you know I couldn't I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. She was sentenced to life at 16, so she was seriously seriously. Damaged. I don't know how old she is now, but she's married to this guy. And, and personally, um, you know, I wish them luck, my dude. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know how I could sleep at night knowing that the woman sleeping right next to me murdered some nigga. You know, and that one argument may set that off, and and or maybe one thing that you say to her could trigger something that was said to her doing all those sex trafficking uh, situations that she was in. And just set her off Like you ever see the movies where One person says a trigger word And all of a sudden the trigger word makes the other person go insane Kind of like Winter Soldier from uh, From uh, Marvel How he had his little code word And you say the trigger word And he'll go into, he'll go into to the assassin mode And kill motherfuckers Like you never know She may get into an argument with this nigga He may say some shit that she's heard from one of the people that she was involved with during the sex trafficking thing is she may snap and kill this nigga. So I wouldn't take that chance. You know, I wouldn't take that chance. I'd be too afraid of my life. I got too much to live for. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Real shit. I don't care how fine a woman is. I'm not dealing with no nobody like that. That's a motherfucking fact. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is today's show, episode 10. I love y'all. Make sure y'all donate to this podcast. Make sure, hey, look, do me a favor. If you like this podcast, don't be a selfish nigga. Make sure you put somebody on to the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Let one of your friends hear the podcast. Or don't just don't just share the shit on social media. People don't check for shit like that. If you really are enjoying this podcast, make sure you tell somebody, look, you got to hear this shit. Play some of it for them. Let them see what the topics is about. Engage with them on the shit. Go back and forth. Talk about what I'm saying. You know, give your views amongst each other. How do y'all feel about what I'm talking about? 
You know what I'm saying? Uh, discuss it amongst each other. But don't just sit there and listen to my podcast every day. And you be the only nigga listening to this shit. This shit is not just for you. It's for the world. And in order for this shit to get the recognition that it deserves, you need to put niggas on. You know, don't be a selfish nigga. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) I love y'all. Stay tuned for more episodes. Today in Hip Hop Episode 10. Stay tuned for my producer series. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Noah Jones News. And don't forget to check out NoahJonesNews.com. I know who's supporting, man. I get the emails. I get, I get everything. I get all the stats. So if you niggas is really supporting, I know it. So don't be faking like you supporting my shit. I get all the stats, my nigga. I know who shows up to my site. <laughs> I know who's sharing my shit. I know all the details. I can tell how many people are listening because I get, a, I get a, a stat sheet that lets me know. So if y'all niggas is just forwarding my shit and y'all not listening, shame on y'all lame niggas. Shame on the n- I love y'all. Peace.